Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Want to learn how to be an entrepreneur? You are dedicated and devoted to a life of developing new ideas and innovations. Willing to take calculated career risks, achieving independent wealth and success. Then you are ready to experience the entrepreneur effect. We'll highlight opportunities for entrepreneurs in digital marketing through interesting, practical, and thought-provoking interviews and monologues. Increase your income and be your own boss by listening to The Entrepreneur Effect. Please welcome your host, a 25-year veteran in sales, management, and business development, Dush Ramachandran. Hi, this is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. Our guest today is Fred Schonenberg, uh, who's had uh, a very interesting career. He's the founder of Venture Fuel, um, which is um, an organization that's uh, blazing a path for emerging media and new technology platforms to partner with blue chip brands like Microsoft, USA Networks, and Isaac Bush, and so on. So, welcome, Fred. Thanks so much for having me, Dash. I'm excited to be on the show. It's a pleasure. So tell us a little bit about Venture Fuel. What is it? Is it a? Uh, it sounds like it's a venture capital company, but is it? <laughs> it's it's not. It does sound that way. Um, it's funny when I go to trade shows, everybody comes running up to me because they think I've got money to put into their uh, business. <laughs> uh, so that's that's one flaw to the name. But uh, it, really, I started the company uh, about three years ago, and the idea behind it was I was thinking how to fuel. Uh, new ventures. I had friends that were launching pretty interesting businesses in the advertising space, utilizing new technologies that were emerging. Um, and I wanted to help them get 
to the right brands to the next level. And, and my background was in advertising sales. So that was the idea was if I could, you know, partner a new new company with one of these, you know, Fortune 500 brands to do something groundbreaking, new and different, it would really help fuel their ventures. Excellent. So, you know, this is something that uh, most business people, especially entrepreneurs who are just starting out in business, would absolutely give their eye teeth for, which is the opportunity to partner with uh, companies like Microsoft and Anheuser-Busch and so on. So when you started out, how did you actually manage to achieve that very elusive goal of getting into partnerships with these huge companies? Yeah, it was. I mean, my my background is I had spent about fifteen years um, selling advertising to to the biggest brands uh, in the world. So I had I had built up uh, although this world this word is now outdated. I uh, built up quite a rolodex right. um, of of contacts. So I, I knew the right people to talk to at, at both the brands and at their agencies um, to at least get an audience uh, of consideration. And, and, and the truth is, I, the idea for the company started when you know, I, I saw some interesting tech coming up, but every brand I've ever met with has always asked, what's next? What's, what's new? Is there a new way to connect with consumers? Some way for us to cut through the clutter. So they have a tremendous appetite for new and different. The problem is they, their, their time is so valuable and, and they're spread so thin that it's impossible for them to vet every new opportunity, every new technology. It's something like, you know, a startup is launched every, uh, a thousand startups are launched every couple of seconds. Um, sure. And it's, they just don't have the time to go through all of that. So that's really the the service we were, we were hoping to provide is to come to them with uh, ideas that were on strategy for a Microsoft, obviously it's very different than an Anheuser-Busch. Sure. Um, so bringing them the right ideas um, and it, and help both sides of the table. Cool. So what you would do then is to curate these new ideas um, for the big brands uh, because they just don't have the time to go through a hundred new ideas to find the one that would work for them. Um, So you would do the hard work, the heavy lifting for them and bring them sort of a pre-digested list of uh, ideas and startup companies that that might be good partner opportunities for them. Would, would exactly. Okay, great. So uh, once now you had the advantage of having the Rolodex, knowing the people that you needed to talk to. Um, but once you got in the door, once you got the audience, uh, what was the what was the key selling point? Um, would you would you would you specifically present maybe four or five different ideas or would you pick one for uh, the company? So, for example, if you're going to on Anheuser-Busch, would you figure out that one key uh, idea that would work for them or would you present them five or six to pick from? That's uh, a great question. It's, it's a little bit of both. Uh, so it depends on, on the company we're working with, what, what we know about them. So you know, normally we'll, we'll come in with three three to five ideas um, based on what we know. There are moments where I come in with one because um, I know it's, it's the one um, and I don't want to distract them. Uh, right. But what, what's kind of interesting is everyone clamors for new and next and exciting, but it's, it's one thing for them to want to meet with you. It's another thing to get them to open up their checkbook 
Sure. Because uh, innovation is sort of a double-edged sword. There's the cool, splashy, new, we're excited about it. But then they've, they've got to you know, deliver ROI uh, sure. to their board and, and elsewhere. So it's, it's really, you know, when we come in, we're, we're showing them how working with these startups actually can, can return uh, you know, great results for them and, and move the needle and help them sort of disrupt the norm. Um, so that's really a key element is to, to show them just a few things that are right on target for them and then show them how it's, it's not just some cherry on top of the sundae. It's, it's actually something that can move the needle for their business. Great. And so you, you would present the ideas. Now, and presumably um, they would pick maybe one, maybe, maybe two of the ideas that resonate best with them. Um, one of the things that a lot of people have found in working with very large companies is because there are a lot of stakeholders uh, the decision-making process is rarely simple. I mean, it, it, you've you've presented an idea. Yes, you've got some people enthused, yet other people have other concerns. Um, what has been your experience? How do you navigate that, and how do you get them to the point where, um, you know, you you get them to take action? Yeah, you <laughs> you just nailed it. It's one of the things that is, uh, I think, the hardest to explain to founders is just because the person in the room the first time loved what we were talking about, that there's 12 other decision makers, all with different agendas. Um, so you can you can feel like you're at the finish line and, and really know that you've got you know 90 more yards to go. Um, so it's it, it can be a challenge just measuring expectations. Um, the truth is trying to get as high up the totem pole early is, is sort of the secret to our success. So, you know, whether it's getting to the CMO right away and then working down, so you have buy-in from the, the ultimate sure. decision maker, um, that's, that's the ideal scenario. The truth is there's usually multiple people within the organization as well as multiple agencies involved. Um, so you, you do have to kind of gather folks together and you almost have to sell the same thing in to multiple stakeholders, um, sure, of course, which, which which can be very frustrating, but it's also that's the only way to get it done. And you have to kind of identify the champions within right. the organization, that person that that really believes in this, that's going to go out of their way to you know bring their colleagues in and, and get buy-in within the group. Sure. What about uh, what about vested interests? Uh, you know, there's there are agencies of record, there are people that are you know other service providers, <clears throat> excuse me, that have been working with them for a long time who feel threatened. Uh, there might even be good long-standing relationships that they've developed over time. And they aren't the ones that are bringing these bright ideas to the table. So I imagine there's there's a fair level of insecurity uh, from those vested interests feeling threatened by the fact that Who's this person that's you know suddenly showed up, and he's got all his ideas, and you know uh, this could mean bad things for my business. And so, how does that? How do you neutralize those uh, those types of uh, issues? <laughs> that is a phenomenal question. Um, it is. It's a challenge. Um, we play very nicely in the sandbox um, in that. We view what we do as, as pretty unique and additive to the different agencies, the different stakeholders, um, 
involved in the process. Uh, and we try to assure everybody that that's our goal, right? I don't want to be the agency of record for Heineken or Anheuser-Busch or Ford or Chevy. That's that's not my goal. What my goal is, is to really accelerate innovation in advertising overall. So sometimes we get bought through agencies. Sometimes we get bought through PR teams. Sometimes we get bought by the client directly. My My way of approaching it is, hey, we're trying to do what's best for your client um, and for the the business overall. So hopefully we can sidestep the egos that get involved or the sure. you know the different interests. It's it's a challenge though, and and people people handle it very differently. And you know one of the things that is uh, <laughs> earlier in my career, um, I I was involved in a lot of sort of I'll call it territorial things within the agency world. Sure. And, and so I've, absolutely, I've been down that road a few times. So I, I can. You know, as long as you assure everybody that your interests are in the right place and you're not trying to take business from other people, they, they tend to be okay, even though there are some cases of frustration. Good. Well, we'll, we'll come back to this uh, after a short break. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for more of The Entrepreneur Effect when we return. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjorge, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjorgeDigital.com or call 612-877-3840. And get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E digital.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Do you have cold, hard cash burning a hole in your pocket? Let Cranberry Radio lighten your load. Just hand us that burdensome dinero, and we'll get you set up with your very own radio show. We produce, edit, and amplify the show. All you have to do is show up. It's time for you to make an impact. We're glad to help. Just hand over the cash. Space is limited, so contact us now at sales at cranberry.fm. Where affiliate marketing gets its buzz and mobile has its presence. Cranberry Radio, online anytime at cranberry.fm. You are experiencing the entrepreneur effect. Here's Dush Ramachandran. And we're back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. Our guest today is Fred Schonenberg who is the founder of Venture Fuel, working with emerging media and new technology platforms and partnering with blue-chip brands like Microsoft, USA Networks, Anheuser-Busch, etc. So, um, 
Fred, before the break, we were talking about, you know, how you navigate, you know, the hallways of the of the large corporations. Um, and, you know, it certainly sounds like you've got a very good handle uh, on that, especially from your years of experience working with these large brands. Um, now, on the other side of the coin, when you work with the smaller startup companies that have ha- that have these uh, cool new technologies and ideas that would be of value to the big brands, what is your value proposition to the startups? Um, do you do you suggest that you will take them into uh, the Microsofts or the Anheuser Bushes of this world, and they give you a percentage of the revenue, or how does that work? Yeah, we've got sort of two two models um, at work. One is I'll call it the sales rep model, um, which is they they hire us to be their advertising sales representation. So just like they would hire a chief revenue officer, sure, um, and. And the math is pretty staggering, actually. The the cost to hire a chief revenue officer, the time it takes, the bumps and potential mistakes versus plugging into my team, which has you know a national sales team that's already bolted into all these clients. We can just do more faster. And then the idea is that at the end of a year or two years, depending on how we we structure and how we feel about the companies, we then help make that transition and help them find their chief revenue officer. That's our, that's our core business. Um, that so essentially said, work yourself out of a, out of a customer. A <laughs> you got it. It's, it's okay. the fatal flaw of my business is the better job we do, the quicker they want to move on from us. Um, sure. <laughs> that said, it works out kind of nicely because uh, we're able to really get them to a place faster than they'd be able to go, and then we can reloop and do it again with another company. So we're always right. on the cutting edge. So that that was the goal of the company anyway. Um, we do also have sort of a second uh, model, if you will, where we will help. You know, kind of it, it's a launchpad type of idea where we'll set up a few meetings, um, very structured meetings for a founder to meet with the right brands if they're not interested in the full-time representation model and we really believe in what they're doing um, and think that there's an opportunity and we know brands that would want to be a part of it. So those, those are the two. I would say the first one is 75, 80% of our business. Cool. And um, now when you, when you work with uh, the small startups, uh, I imagine one of the biggest challenges you face would be that the the startup founders uh, don't quite understand the concept of enterprise sales, which is going into these large corporations, and you know it's basically power based selling, where you are, you know, you've got an internal coach and you develop that that rapport with that person, build that power base, and then sell from within that power base. Um, how do you? I mean. Entrepreneurs and business owners, especially founders, tend to be relatively impatient people. (laughs) They're not the ones to play the very long game. Uh, At least they prefer not to. Uh, How do you deal with the the difference in scale in terms of time that the the two sides of your equation operate on? Um, The the startups are all lean. They want to move quickly. They want to get it done today. Uh, the large companies are ponderous and they take their own time. How do you how do you bridge that? Yeah, I think I mean a lot of it is just transparency and honesty up front and say, hey, look, just 
<laughs> just so you know this is the process. And you're probably not going to see much the first six months. Now, we have all sorts of stories of it happening much faster than that and lightning bolt moments. And, um, but I, I try and set the expectations. Like, look, this is a, this is a six to 12 month grind before you start really seeing results. And really, that's that months nine through 12, you see the jump. And then months you know, 12 through 18 is where we really start to get momentum and it gets really exciting. Um, so a lot of it is setting expectations and quite honestly, vetting the founders as much as they vet us. Um, sure. Because, you know, I certainly, I've, I've experienced <laughs> some people that, you know, day two of the contract are wondering where the money is and you sure. have to go, wait a second. Uh, this is a process. I wish it was that easy. So it, it's a little bit of uh, setting the, the tables early and then also constant communication. So we, we, we let them know who we're meeting with uh, on a frequent basis. And, and, and it's a spectacular list of people that we meet with. So usually that in itself is it makes people feel good. And then we update them on the process and where we are within the sort of sales stages, the pipelines. Um, so they can see that, that things are moving, um, forward, which, which usually helps, but there's, you know, I'm a small business. I'm an entrepreneur. I want, you know, I want to triple the business every two weeks. And the truth is it doesn't go as fast as I want it to either. Sure. It rarely ever does. Yeah. (laughs) Very cool. So, let me take you to a different area. And want many of our listeners um, are business owners and entrepreneurs themselves. So, uh, something that always interests uh, entrepreneurs is sort of the origin stories of other entrepreneurs. So, how did you happen to come into this business? And I know you you said that you were uh, you'd spent many years in in the advertising business, and that's how you built your Rolodex. So. What caused you to go into the advertising business? Uh, how did it all start? It's hmm. a great question. So uh, essentially, I had I'd had my own business. Um, I'd launched a business, a corrugated box company, so shipping boxes. Couldn't be uh, less sexy of a thing, but a lot of money in that business. Sure. And I did that. I was I was fairly young. Um, I did it for about three years. And at the end of that business, I had this moment of, okay, what do I want to do? I was an entrepreneur. So I'd done everything. My, my background, I could have gone in almost any direction, but at the same time, I wasn't an expert in anything. I had worn a lot of hats. Um, and so I was really trying to figure out what I was passionate about. And the thing I enjoyed the most when I was running the box company was I didn't have a big budget to market or advertise. So I had to be really creative and I, I created some box awards, if you can imagine such a thing, mm-hmm. uh, but like very creative sort of outside of the box, no, no pun intended, uh, way of thinking and marketing my business. And, and I, that's really made me excited. So I started to think about advertising. Uh, I'm going to date myself, but I found a, a job listing in the New York Times uh, for a non-traditional advertising company that that put ads on things like dry cleaning bags and mm-hmm. pizza boxes and nail salons, and I went I went to work for them. I got the the job. I I didn't really have quote unquote sales experience. I certainly didn't have advertising experience, and I got my foot in the door and then jumped to a, a larger company 
um, that still was doing non-traditional experiential type marketing and uh, really started there at a, a low-level sales position and, and, and kind of rode it up to where I was the VP of the company running sales nationally um, as well as uh, marketing. And that's when, you know, kind of the founder story for, for Venture Fuel, I was on a trip to Portland and Seattle and I met with T-Mobile and Nike and uh, Starbucks and Microsoft you know, in a two-day window, and each single meeting, someone asked me what's next. It was like a direct quote. And I kind of left, and I, I thought to myself, wow, those are four of the biggest advertisers in the world. And mm. they're, they're asking me what's next. And like, why do I know what's next? Like, I don't know. And I, it just it planted the seed in my head that that was a really huge opportunity, that if I could find what's next, the biggest brands in the world wanted to know about it. And uh, a couple nights later, I had uh, dinner in San Francisco with somebody that went to my high school that I hadn't seen in 15 years. And uh, he had a new mobile game that he was launching and he wanted to pick my brain how to sell advertising within it. And I realized he had something that was next and he had no idea how to get in front of the right brands and even what metrics he needed or the steps that would go into it. Um, and, and so that's when I sort of had the aha moment of like, wait a second, these are two two worlds that I love that I'm passionate about that need each other and want each other, but don't know how to, to get really together. Neat. Really uh, neat. Yeah. yeah. That, that's fantastic. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with uh, Fred. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more of the entrepreneur effect. When we return. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average. The web marketing experts at WMETraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean, converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts at WMETraining.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrand. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Browse through our complete library of programs at cranberry.fm or on demand through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Google Play. Don't worry, you can still access all of our great webmasterradio.fm programs at cranberry.fm. Refresh your bookmarks today to Cranberry Radio at cranberry.fm. Money doesn't grow on trees. So you'll probably have a better chance of growing your business with cranberries. What? Cranberry Radio. Cranberry.fm. You are experiencing the entrepreneur effect. Here's Dush Ramachandran. Welcome back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. 
Our guest today is Fred Schonenberg, who is the founder of Venture Fuel, um, which is bringing together new technology, plat- new technology platforms to partner with blue chip brands like Microsoft, USA Networks, Anheuser-Busch, and so on. Um, so, Fred, that was really engaging. Now, many of our listeners um, happen to be on the the new idea startup type of uh, environment. A uh, good number of our listeners are business owners, uh, entrepreneurs who've got this spectacular idea, and they would dearly love to work with someone like you and have you take them into the big brands because they believe they can make a real difference. How might how might our listeners get in touch with you? Sure. For, I mean, they can go to our website. Uh, it's, it's www.venturefuel.net. Um, but they're also, I'm happy to, if, if they want to send an email over to me, I'm, I'm very accessible. It's fred at venturefuel.net. And uh, basically what we do is we've got a team who who vets and, and curates these opportunities. Um, and, and so, you know, we would basically set up a call, find out exactly what their business is, what the opportunities are for brands, um, and kind of take it from there. And, and we kind of have what we call it our global innovation network, which is a number of companies um, at all different sizes and scale and, uh, you know, different parts of their sort of growth that we kind of, you know, we keep track of um, so that when I get a call from Netflix or Pepsi uh, or, or any of the other brands we work with and they say, hey, we've got a new show coming out, this is what we're trying to do, it may spark, you know, we, we kind of search our network and we think about it and it may spark an opportunity even if we don't work full-time together um, where we represent the company, um, you know, there are opportunities for those sort of, I'll call it more opportunistic moments um, where we're able to to make deals happen rather quickly with with no sort of upfront cost to Fantastic. the startup founder. Yeah, that sounds that sounds really terrific. So uh, we've got three minutes left on our show. Um, so I want to ask you about something completely different. All right, uh, you're you're associated with the Museum of Ice Cream. <laughs> Tell us about that. Super quick. You got it. Yeah. So the Museum of Ice Cream was sort of this pult- cultural uh, zeitgeist it, uh, that launched in New York City last summer. Um, Andy Warhol meets Willy Wonka is sort of the idea behind it. <laughs> nice. um, amazing experience. I, I was friends uh, with with one of the the founders, and he he told me about the idea, and he said, "Do you think advertisers might be interested uh, in coming aboard?" And and we knew that some would be. And so we were able to get them uh, advertising from Tinder, Delta, 20th Century Fox, and Bose. Um, And I'll tell you the most amazing thing, if you think about it from those brands' perspective, only about 47,000 people went to the Museum of Ice Cream, which is a lot of people, by the way, for Mm -hmm. a first-time museum. And that was all within a month. And the waiting list is over 200,000 people now. Um, But what's amazing is it became such a cultural hit both on social media as well as in the press that those brands got written about in over 170 articles, 20 TV mentions, and all across Snapchat and Instagram to where the brands got over a billion impressions for just being involved in that little tiny museum that was only there for a month. That's amazing. 
yeah, I would say it's the ROI, right? Instead of the return on investment, it's return on innovation. Like we try and find these things that can break through the clutter and, and be really special moments for the startup and, and also the, uh, the brand. That is fantastic, and I, that's, a, that's a wonderful story, and I'm, I'm glad I asked you about the Museum of Ice Cream. Um, and interestingly enough, we had uh, on our show as one of the guests uh, just a few weeks ago, we had Vanu Bose, who is uh, the son of uh, Samar Bose, who's the original founder uh, of Bose. Um, wow. he's do- yeah, Vanu is doing something really interesting with telecommunications uh, in Africa. Uh, leveraging some very new technologies. So uh, that might be something that might be of interest as well. So I'd be happy to make uh, that connection. Uh, that would be wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Vanu is an amazing guy, and he's done some absolutely fabulous things. Um, and um, be glad to send you a link to his uh, uh, his podcast as well. His yeah, I look forward to listening well. to it. That sounds great. Yeah, it'll be really fun. Uh, well, Fred, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. We've learned a lot. And uh, from, for our listeners, I would strongly encourage you to check out Venture Fuel. It's venturefuel.net, not venturefuel.com. Um, and Fred Schoenenberg, Fred, would you care to give out your email? Or is that the best way to get in touch with you if some of our listeners yeah. want to um, check things out and speak Ab- with you perhaps? Absolutely. Yeah, it's fred at venturefuel.net. Okay, easy as it could be. Simple enough. Yeah, fredadventurefuel.net. Strongly encourage you to check out the uh, website and uh, email Fred if you have an idea that might play within some of the bigger brands that uh, uh, Fred and his organization are working with. Fred, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it and uh, look forward to listening to, to all the other podcasts. So thank you. opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.